Hello everyone, this is Gilbert Gelot. I'm talking to you here from CPLSPA downtown. This is Tufts on Tax, where all your tax questions and answers are right here with Mr. T. Scott Tufts. Uh, you can call him at uh, 877-647-7887. Again, that number is 877-647-7887. And if you are watching YouTube, you'll find the email and the phone number on the banner below in the bottom. So you can also email him at stufts at cplspa.com. Again, that's stufts at cplspa.com. Hello, Scott, how are you today? Uh, good to be with you. Good to be with you too. And we have a lot on our agenda and it, we are still in the tax season. Yep. And today we are covering 1099C. So tell us about that. And of course, it sounds like we mentioned 1099, but we had 1099 miscellaneous and yep. other forms. Yep. So there's a lot of 1099. Uh, different types of forms. Yeah. Uh, Gilbert. So uh, a 1099 is not just a 1099 miscellaneous, which is MISC. Uh, it is now, there, there are a number of other 1099 forms uh, that you can get. In the, and this is the time of year you might get one. Uh, many independent contractors would, would expect to receive what we call a 1099-NEC form, NEC standing for non-employee compensation. Uh, you, as a 1099, might get the miscellaneous form for royalties and things of that sort. And then uh, we have today's topic, 1099-C, and that is for cancellation of debt. And so that's a kind of an important one. And so w let's unpack that, right? Let's, uh, let's do it. So let's, let's think of kind of um, why or how it gets issued, okay? Let's, let's okay. kind of hit that first. So if you are owed a debt and uh, you decide to write it off mm -hmm. as a business, uh, you will make that decision at some point in time. Understood? Okay. You you would have you're carrying an obligation on your books. You're owed money, and at some point you decide, I'm gonna I'm going to cancel that debt. Okay. Okay. This 1099C form represents what many might decide to do in that dialogue with their accountant and their tax return preparer. Why would they do that? Well, it is the moment where you're writing it off. What would that mean? taking a deduction for the amount of that debt, right? Mm -hmm. And then the question becomes, why are you doing that? Well, you want to match the timing of your deduction. You want to match the timing of your deduction with the year that you're doing it, and yet the form is in income to you. So if I'm the business and I'm writing off that debt, I theoretically am thinking about sending you the 1099-C because mm -hmm. I have to notify you because if it's an expense to me, it might be income to you. Okay. So, credit cards, different things. Financial. So that's if you owe me the money? No. The so, so, in our example, you owe me money. Okay. Okay. Now, the easiest example are credit card companies mm -hmm. and things like that where if you've gotten a, a cancellation of the card. Okay. Okay. And they've just given up. Mm -hmm. They or their statute is run for them to collect on that money. Okay, uh, you might get a 1099-C in the mail because it's a financial type institution mm -hmm. and it's in the business of lending and it knows that it wishes to send to you a notification that we're done. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, good, I'm done. I don't, ha I don't owe it. 
Well, with the don't owing, it, it's income. It's potentially income to you. Mm. And then that 1099C you give to your preparer, and it shows up on your tax form. But there are some exclusions. If you're insolvent and things like this, there might be a way that you prepare your tax forms using Form 982 or otherwise that you attach to the back of your return to show why it should not be income to you. But there's the potential that it's income to you that you've got to get analyzed. Because something I owed, but I'm, I don't have you don't to have worry to about anymore. it anymore. That'd be pretty good, right? As if like somebody gave me exactly. credit. Exactly. Wow. Well, you borrowed it, presumably, at Correct. one time. Correct, yeah. So I nothing comes points. for life for free, mm-hmm. arguably. Correct. <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely. All right. So, so there you go. So, mm. so uh, folks get the form and they're concerned. Now, one of the things comes up, is it accurate as to mm. the amount? Mm-hmm. Is it the timing correct? Meaning that it's a little bit like basketball, right? And the basket goes in, mm-hmm. right? Buzzer sounds, right? But you got your foot on the two-point, three-point line, mm-hmm. right? You're arguing, is it two points or three points? You understand the basketball analogy? Yeah. Well, IRS kind of does that in a way with timing of issues, meaning mm. how come the 1099, is the 1099C in the right year? So I, I, you look at the amount. Is it correct? What about the year? Is it the correct year? So that's part of the qualification to qualify for. Yes, such and a so thing. you want to examine that 1099C closely. And also mm-hmm. on the form, there are codes uh, that uh, come out that describe uh, the code that they insert on the form to tell you why they're making that decision. All right? So one of them would be, uh, there's foreclosure, uh, there's an agreement reached, uh, a policy decision, um, an actual event of discharge, an identifiable event of some kind, bankruptcy, mm-hmm. for example. So they have different codes to help guide you as to why they issued the form for them to take the, the deduction, if you will, or you know made that business decision. Now, the question we get sometimes is, if this is what financial institutions can issue, a credit card company can issue, right? What about anyone else? Let's say you and me forget forget that you owe me money, mm-hmm. and I decide to just walk away um, from it, from collecting it from you. So can I just drop a 1099C in the mail to you and say, here you go? Well, you're going to look at it and say, well, he wrote off the debt. Or you might look at it and say, I didn't owe any money, right? But the, a lot of questions we get is, um, can you issue it, a 1099C, when you're not a financial institution? Understand? Hmm. Okay. We're just individuals. Interesting. You see that? And the problem you're going to get into is, back to like we were talking about the 1099 uh, miscellaneous and NEC form. Yeah. Uh, what do you do if, this is all made up and it's an illusion. Mm-hmm. And I just send you a form because I want to stick it to you. Oh. I shouldn't be allowed to do that, right? I hope so. Right. And <laughs> now here, and it gets even more interesting. What happens if I, you get a 1099C, should you be able to use it as proof that you don't owe it anymore? Interesting. Right? As an individual. As talking. an individual. Okay. So you get a 1099C, should you be able to wave it around and say, I don't owe it anymore? 
Hmm. What happens if credit card companies transfer it to another companies? You got it in the 1099C. Can you go and use that against another company to say, I don't owe it? To use it also to fix credit, for example? Right. Well, or, or to say, for example, yes, as a proof. Mm-hmm. How proof is it? And we've talked about this. The 1099 is not the end. It's the mm. beginning. Remember, we've talked about this. So you're, so our audience needs to understand the 1099 is a position paper. Mm. It is the starting point of evidence gathering. It's not the end point. Interesting. The for example, f- if I cancel your debt, the tip of the and line. you know you've I've canceled it, and I don't send you a 1099 C, mm-hmm. I assume you know that if I have truly canceled what you owe, you might have income, right? Under the same thing, and you and and whether or not you get a 1099 C, isn't the end of the isn't the analysis, right? Yeah. That's getting complicated. <laughs> well, no. So let, let's take it this way. You're an employee. Back and forth on If this. you don't get a W-2, but you know you made wages all year. Yeah, of course. Right? You've got to report them, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. Just because you don't have a W-2 doesn't mean, oh, I'm in the clear. No. Yeah, that's a good way of See what I'm saying? Yeah. So what we're trying to do here is is understand that a 1099 or information return, you, you, you need to be on top of, did I get one? Right? right. What do I do with one? Or do I need one? Or do I need one? Or mm-hmm. do I need to file one if you're on the other side? Correct. And then, but you can't stop there and say, well, I didn't get one, so therefore I don't have to do anything mm. if the events actually happen. Yeah. Right? We're in a movie and we have segments of year by year. And in the tax world, we look at what happened in the definitive period of mm. January. You can't just wipe it out. Uh, well, <laughs> no. Well, well, 1099C gives you the opportunity to look at if debt's been canceled, are you going to be able to say that it's subject to an exclusion? And just so folks know, 1099C, if it's accurate as to amount and it's properly issued, I'm not saying it is, but if you come to that conclusion, there's still work for you to be done on your preparer and you to figure out whether or not it's subject to an exclusion one of which is an insolvency exception, and there's some others, but basically would allow you to, even though it's kind of like a gift, uh, gifts can come to you, but by the tax laws, they're not taxable to mm-hmm. you as income tax. Correct. Because gifts are, are that's the policy they And you made. said that could be that, like a... Well, this yeah. could be like that in the sense that a 1099C mm. would be income, to you but not tax but not necessarily taxable income to you mm, interesting okay. so this is why your tax forms will say taxable income because there's things that are we've decided are not taxable just like we've decided things are taxable and then on and on and on right interesting right so this is why on your tax forms you have so many lines trying to describe the categories right all right so this is debt cancellation and indebtedness and so forth um, what else I want to say? And this is the time of year at the end of this month where this form will start to appear. So if you've mm-hmm. got this form and you've got questions, we, we, you're going to want to get into the discussion about is it accurate and so forth and so on and make sure your preparer is aware of this form and then how are you going to deal with it. Why the okay? end of this month? Because 1099s are all going out at the end of this month, by and large. Okay. Now, right. there's some exceptions that Depending they make on the next company's. month. But, yeah. but 
but this is the time when 1099s have to go it out. Starts, yeah. So this is okay. why it's tax season, but we're very early on in the tax season. But mm-hmm. those 1099s are going out, or they hopefully they are going out, and then you get them, and then you have time before April mm-hmm. to figure that out and have that enjoyable experience. Now, um, again, on the 1099C, look for the date, look for the amount, make sure they're accurate, Absolutely. Sounds uh, like a plan for that. Yes, and we say don't panic because with this form, at least, again, you're looking at it. And I guess this is really a big message with all of this stuff. Don't panic. Look in the four corners of some tax document and know there's probably a lot of data in there. (laughs) And I'm trying to help folks not gloss over, but... Zero in and look at it, see if it's accurate. After all this information, yes. no, 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 you can't gloss over. No. You, but you got to absolutely gotta, not. So, <laughs> don't panic. Square down. Look at it. If you still have questions, get to someone like me who can take a look at the form and see if it's yes. what it purports to be. And uh, like, what prompts them to do that? Like, what point? I know there is a time. When do you file this? Right, right? or when? Well, do you but the, this, we we talked about this. With the 1099C, it's someone who is owed money who decides to have a bad debt expense, right? Mm. Write it off. What makes them decide that? So I can't just out of the blues, you know, just decide, okay, well, I'm going to take this part of debt of the business and Mm. then just write it off with this. Well, but but if I... If I debt, as long as it's out there, doesn't do anything for me tax-wise, right? Mm, yeah. So if you're not paying me, mm-hmm. but I'm in a business. After a certain period of time. A certain period of time, like, my statute runs or whatever. What is it? A might month? I, yeah. A, a, t- well, a year? Well, it could be years? 10 years on judgments. I mean, there's oh, all kinds of things. Okay. But but the thing is, um, I can get, if I'm getting a write-off, I'm reducing my, my bottom-line income, taxable income. Right. Mm-hmm. So you ask, why would I do that? Well, what would prompt it is, I have less tax to pay if I give up on the debt. Mm, okay. Right. That's owed to me. Because as long as you're holding to it and trying to collect it, you can't do this. You can't. You can't play that game. Mm. You can't uh, write it off and then still try and get it. Oh yeah, of course not. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't intending to ask that, but that's a good point. Right, that's a good right. point to bring up. And if you get a 1099C and you find out that I haven't written it off my books, mm-hmm. then what now? Oh wow! Aren't yeah. I doing something that shouldn't be allowed? Like, right? A lot to think about. Right. Like you may say, no, I really do owe it. I still owe it. Mm-hmm. See how that works? So. Yeah. I so, won't insist on owing it. Well, I was going to say probably not, <laughs> but but but, it, yeah. but if it if we're getting into so True. so and you know maybe fi- finalize this, so taxes impact all of us, right? And this just Absolutely. is a great example where you see where uh, one side of the ledger goes one way, the other side. If there's an expense, there's probably income, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So this gives us a little bit of a touch or taste of. I get a write-off, you get income. Mm-hmm. And if the worlds don't match, right, then then what can happen? And what I mean by that is if I'm looking at a write-off, right, and we'll do this another time, but think about mm-hmm. this. Let's say you're a tax-free company, right, mm-hmm. and you don't really care about 
income, right? Then maybe we have to look at those arrangements a little more closely. And so all I will say is, you know, when we talk about income and expense, we're always looking at this and, and to, some other to, things. And to see both sides, how exactly. they look at it, the point of view of every side and how it affects them. Exactly right. Yeah, that's uh, Because we've talked about how forms can be issued and perhaps done in a vindictive way, harassing way, or in an untoward way, or allegedly improper. If we're getting into that, then we definitely want to try and get to those situations because the, the federal tax laws may have some things to protect you from that mm -hmm. if someone's using tax forms in a way they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be on top of that and, and help out with those situations. Yet following well. the regulations of the IRS and what, what right. not. Yep. Uh, well, you heard him, folks. If you have any questions about that, and if you're wondering or if you're confused about this form and what you should do, you need a legal advice, call T. Scott Tufts at stufts at cplspa.com. You can email him at stufts at cplspa.com, and you can call him at 877-647-7887. That number is... Again, it's 877-647-7887 and we'll be happy to assist you and help you with any legal tax needs you need. Thank you and see you next time. Thank you.